now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back to episode number 23 of the Seventh Rounders. Your boys are ready to go. It's a Monday. A lot has happened in the world of sports. Uh, and today's episode is brought to you by Batra Chatoxin. It was ranked the most number one among non-peptide-based poisons known to man. So if you want to find something to avoid, avoid botrochotoxin. It's up there with asbestos. It's up there with uh, the silent killers. So you're going to want to avoid that. Um, anyhow, where can you find us? Same old, same old. Twitter, 7th Podcast, IG, 7th Rounders Pod. And then you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at uh, Seventh Rounders Podcast. How are you boys doing tonight? Doing good, doing great. Um, you know, basically all professional, major professional sports are over at this point of the year. And, you know, you would think that I'd be disappointed, but at the same time, I'm pretty excited, you know. Off-season rumors are some of my favorite things to talk about in sports, so I'm excited to dive into some of that. We have the NBA draft coming up on Thursday. I'd love to hear some opinion on the NHL draft on Friday because, honestly, I'm not too familiar with it. Always trying to educate myself. Um, and we had, a, we had a great weekend of golf as well, so jam-packed episode um, nevertheless, and I'm excited to get going. All right, so I got a quick question for you guys. Just kind of getting uh, – Piggybacking is what I want to say off of Chad's opening statement and our sponsor. Do you guys, off the top of your head, do you know what riboflavin is? Um, I've heard of it before. I couldn't give you a definition a, right now. It's, it's a protein, it a protein found in the body, yeah. right? Like, I think you could tell me. If you walk up to me on the street, you see me minding my own business, whatever, you want to talk to someone. You go, riboflavin, is it a muscle, a plant, a vitamin, or an illness? I would not know the yeah. answer. Couldn't tell you. have no idea. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get a quick search on riboflavin what? here. And like, I don't know why I thought of the word, but it's bothering me. It's been bothering me Dude, ever since. I we think Chad's right. I think riboflavin is a protein. Oh, actually, John, you were right. It's a vitamin. A also vitamin, know, also known as vitamin B two. Riboflavin is naturally present in some foods, added to some products, and available available sorry as a dietary supplement. The more you know. That. Yeah, how about that riboflavin? Chad, how did welcome. you find how did you find that toxin? Were, what were you searching that brought you to the number one toxin in the world? So I've been a big asbestos guy lately, and yeah. I was like, what else is harmful to the body? So I looked up top um, ten most uh, harmful somethings. Oh, poisons. So we had the the biro whatever toxin. Does Botro- it say? It- does it say if any of those poisons are found in, like, venomous snakes? That's something I'm curious about. Let me go to my history. I will tell you right now. It's actually the right. 10 most um, poisonous chemicals. Um, ethanol glycol is number eight. It's an, that- an antifreeze. Yeah, that's why people drink that stuff to, to kill themselves. That's it's messed right. up. But yeah, that's, that Sodium happened. cyanide. Which I'll is found in the I think almonds. it's uh I'm just gonna cut you off right there. I've heard enough. The listeners okay. have heard enough. I want to apologize formally. I think I started this getting us back on topic with the riboflavin, but 
Uh, I apologize. I'm That's sorry. Okay. And now is where I'll say, let's talk about the Raptors winning the championship. Oh, so angry. So God. angry. Um, it's it's pretty overwhelming still, to be honest. Like, Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship. Um, I tell you what, though, I two absolutely gut-wrenching injuries in, in games five and six, watching Durant yeah. and Clay go down. And the thing that really made me sad about those is those guys aren't going to be playing a good chunk of next season. Two, two of my – That even is what though, sucks. That's the worst even part. Even though I hate Kevin Durant, like the fact he snaked the shit out of Oklahoma City – I love watching him as just like a basketball fan. He's so good. And then Clay Thompson is honestly one of my favorite players in the league. Oh, just yeah. Absolute butter from three. That man had a torn ACL, and he came back into the game, hit two free throws to leave the option open for him to play. If it wasn't bad enough, gritty. And then, uh, yeah, he, he wanted to stay in the game despite his torn ACL. Pretty, yeah, I wanted, uh, I wanted, to, talk, wanted to talk about that quote he had where he apparently – Told Steve Kerr, I need like two minutes and then I'll be ready to go. Dude, just just on a torn ACL. Absolutely love that. Um, You know, it's kind of starting to look like Katie and Clay might be coming back to Golden State. Um, Who said that a week ago? (laughs) It's not over yet. I'm just saying it's kind of starting to look like that. Looks like DeMarcus Cousins is out, though, while we're on that note. He posted an Instagram the other day. Um, basically thanking the Warriors organization and then ended it by saying, I'll be at your next next season. Um, so I have we'll a prediction see, see for Boogie. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Dallas. That front office is willing to spend some cash. You have a little Donchick, Porzingis, Boogie Interesting. action. That could be entertaining. I feel, like that's, I feel like Boogie would bully the Europeans. I just feel like he's got that kind of person. He could. I don't so, love the fit. I don't love I the think, fit. I think that's a team, no way they do well in the playoffs, but they're an exciting team to watch in the regular season. I don't yeah, see right. those three guys meshing that well together. To no, be not honest. at all. Um, it, I would watch, though. Those are three fun players. <laughs> I'm kind of out on Cousins, though. He Series as a whole, he was kind of trash. <clears throat> I kind of called that. I knew he wouldn't be a factor, dude. He's just not. He's, I mean, he's playing on a toward quad, too, so it's tough to do. Yeah. I do want to say, though, the, the best thing about this Raptors championship is we're kind of starting to see Kawhi develop a little bit of a personality here uh, in the past few days on social refreshing. media. It's refreshing. Yeah, absolutely. Boardman gets paid, dude. I, that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. I'll tell you what. While I was drinking some adult beverages this weekend at a, another just – we had the best pregames, I'll say it. Um, pregames say it. are better than the going out, without a question. Oh. That's where everyone, that's where you, you bond, really. That's where the tone for the night is set. It's key. It's very important. Um, every time I would shoot, though, in Pong, I would say Boardman gets paid before. You're the, kid that, I, you're the kid that I would probably hate at a pregame. I'd be like, fuck this guy. You're the kid I hate no, in general. He won't shut the hell up. Boardman gets paid. Dude. That's all I would say. Every shot. My first two games, piping hot. Games three and four, lost. The wheels fell off. Not clutch. <laughs> No, so not. here's the thing though, but games one and two, I hit just about every shot. Me and me and Drew were partners. I carried us one and two, carried us three and four. It's just like you get to a point for me, it just I start to get bored, dude. Who's Drew? Drew's my old roommate at South Carolina. Funny thing is, we barely saw each other. He listens occasionally. I know that. Um, listen home, driving home once. It was exciting. Okay. I felt like a movie star, dude. Um, 
we were, should we, we were, address the the fat elephant in the room? I was talking, so okay. Just we're gonna just table whatever you're gonna I'll, say. I'll pipe it down. Yes, uh, roommate, South Carolina, barely barely spoke with each other at all. Guy was never around, and then all of a sudden he lives in Charlotte. We're just we're boys now. It's honestly quite the story. It's like, wow, you know, Chad. What the hell are you gonna say? I think we need to address the fat elephant in the room. That's Boring. not the saying. Really I would worried. like to formally apologize to John's roommate, Abby Hunt, yeah. for um, not knowing who it was when she sent me a text about Ohio State. Um, I was very confused, beyond confused. Chad's uh, understanding. Why, why, yeah, this guy why, spent $5. This guy spent $5 on white pages online to look up this phone number. It was a premium I, that I needed to figure out who was, the number was. I was flabbergasted. I don't think I've ever heard of a more paranoid paranoid move in my entire life. It's well, see, so easy. It's so easy to just say, "Who is this?" Chad called this number before. Keep in mind, he has called this number before. It's I un- said, "It is unbelievable." I said, "I'm sorry. Who is this?" She responded, "Abby." LOL. She didn't give a last name, so I had no. I was like, "What the hell, Abby?" Is this? here's here's a good pick me up for all you listeners out there. You're having a tough day. You need a morale boost. At least you weren't the guy that spent five dollars on white pages online to call. Look up a number he's already called within the past few weeks. I mean, it does not get. You will not spend a worse five dollars. <laughs> there is not gratifying. a less justifiable five dollar purchase than that. Yeah. Anyhow. Honestly. Back to uh, the Raptors. Do you think Kawhi's coming back, or is he definitely out? I do. I think he is. I kind of feel good about it, too, to be honest. I think if not, though, he's going to uh, the Clippers. Dude, his cousin, was saying, his cousin wouldn't stop saying Lakers on Instagram Live, but I just I don't, I don't Hot think. Hot cake. He's going think. back to I don't, San Antonio. He does not want to play second fiddle, and he definitely doesn't want to play third fiddle. I don't know how the hell. like I what guess I LeBron's the alpha, so he'd be, he'd be like him or – AD, he wants to be the main guy, though, definitely. He'd be the beta on that team. AD, yeah. AD would get pushed to the third spot. I tell you what, though, that team would win a title. I don't care who the hell is playing with them. That team's winning titles. Because yeah. at the end of the day, Kawhi, if he's playing, he's just going to straight up ball out. He's not going to get caught up in any other, like, LeBron, Kawhi talk. You know what I now, mean? Now, riddle me this. If you wrote your article, is so if Kawhi, or if AD doesn't, opt out of his trade bonus they yes. don't even have cap space for Kawhi, right so essentially the way adrian Woj, what is it Woj, Woj, how, Woj bomb. yeah however you say his name Woj, Woj bomb. um great reporter by the way he uh he tweeted about it the other day and said that if the lakers managed to push the trade until june 30th um or sorry july 30th then they'll be able to have like $32 million in cap space because AD's trade bonus wouldn't be in effect, which I don't, I don't know the logistics behind that. But on the other hand, it looks like the trade's going to get carried out July 6th, which means AD can opt into a trade clause that pays him $4 million. Um, so they'll most like, which the Lakers have to pay. So they'll most likely have $23 million in cap space, which means, yeah, they would not have enough space for yeah. Kawhi unless I, if Kawhi did some shit and took like a less than a, a max deal to play with There's the Lakers no I would be rattled I would be really rattled I would be so upset dude I want him to stay in Toronto really bad I really do I think he will I don't know he looked like he was having fun out there today is that is that the team to beat next year if he does 
Um, if he stays I think in Toronto, you'd have to wait till free agency finishes to. Yeah, it's tough to make a call. Because really. um, if so I, also, I think, it, go ahead. I was saying if even if the Lakers got like Tobias Harris, I'd put them as a favorite. But um, the, I have no idea until free agency concludes. Jonathan, go ahead. I'm sorry for cutting you off for the second time. <laughs> Just while we're on the free agency topic, I uh, kind of just uh, we had a debate this weekend. Whilst drinking uh, sodas once again, uh, the adult beverages. For some reason, I've been just getting a lot of NBA discussions while drinking beer. I don't NBA's, know. Why. NBA off season is very easy to talk about. I like. I've never. I have everywhere. never had as much interest in the NBA as I do right now. I have no idea why. <laughs> it's honestly probably because of you, Connor. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I can't explain it. I don't know how I feel about it. But anyway, uh, who's who would you rather have? Right now, take one pick. You got one guy, Kyrie or D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Vickers? Yeah. So, like... Kyrie or D-loading, dude? I tweeted about this the other day. I tweeted about this the other day. I think it's so situationally, uh, situational based because, for example, I think the Nets are taking a step back if they sign Kyrie Irving over Russell. Me too. My thought process is is that even with Kyrie, they're not going to win the title this upcoming season. So why not just have the same team that made the playoffs last year? Maybe get a, you know, you win a round, build some momentum, and you just build with this young core who can, you know, compete in maybe two years. Right. Three do the years. Nets ever own another first round pick, or are they do they belong to Boston for like forever? Um. I don't think they have a first-round pick. This, uh, they do have a first-round pick this year, but it's not that good because they made the playoffs. I'd I rather think. have deloading, honestly. I, I would think definitely rather significantly have younger and maybe not as good yet, but See, I think I, I think Kyrie's like career-long problem is going to be that he thinks he's a number one when he, in reality, he should be the number two on a very good team. I agree. And I think, was, I think it's very similar to the mindset that Russell Westbrook has. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, that was another point of contention. I was saying me and Drew are arguing hard against Tommy Boy, dude. He was He's like Kyrie's top 10. I go, no, he's not top We were vehemently on, in, in the point of view that he's not top 10. So As left- far as exciting players to watch, he's definitely top 10. But talent-wise, yeah, so talent I, don't think, I don't think he's a top 10 player right now. When you're taking a, a list of guys you would like to start a team with, he's not a top 10. No. Let's go hypothetical right now, and let's pretend we're Lakers fans, even though none of us are and we all hate the Lakers. You're in their situation right now. Let's say they figured out where they are able to sign a max player. Who would you want as the number three there or the numbers three and four? How, what, where, where would your thought process be as um, a Lakers GM? Kemba, 100%. Kemba. Easy. So I I have two scenarios here. Um, I was looking into this a bit as well. Um, If you're only signing one guy, I think Kemba Walker's the move. I think he has shown that he can, like, distribute the ball. He can score, obviously. He's arguably in the peak of his career. So he's great. If, If I'm signing two guys, though, I'm trying to work it out where I can get Jimmy Butler. And then I want to sign Ennis Cantor. Oh, sorry, sorry. That would be nice. I said this the wrong way. Sorry. If I get Kemba, I want Ennis Cantor as well. So then I could slide AD to the four. We'd have, I mean, you could honestly play Braun at the two potentially. 
or Kuzma at the two. One, I would just have those five guys on the court. I would have Kemba, Braun, Kuzma, AD, and Cantor. That'd be a nice lineup. But if yeah. I'm looking to sign one max player, I think Jimmy Butler's the move. He's going to play defense on their best player, and he's going to scoring. Is Jimmy a max player? Uh, I mean, he has a player option with Philly this year worth a little over 19 mil. Um, and it looks like they're going to offer him four to five years, 19 mil apiece, which I think is pretty damn close to a max, if, if not. What um, is Terry Rozier a free agent, or is he restricted? That I I think he's restricted. So yeah, my thought was some kind. I'm I'm a big Tobias Harris guy. I think Tobias Harris would be great in LA to you have LeBron who's, you know, gonna drive, he can shoot, but it's gonna drive a lot. AD's an interior guy and, and you have, can stretch the hell out of the floor. Yeah, now, but though. you have Kuzma and Tobias Harris out there to knock down threes and then you sign like uh I d obviously Terry Rozier probably wouldn't happen but maybe even like a george hill type i think that's a decent lineup george hill tobias braun kuzma ad that's a sol- they could win a championship george hill and lebron like playing together that's for sure you know who else is a free agent that intrigues me what about like them scooping up jj reddick he's been hooping of late and he would just have crazy open threes with ad lebron yeah. and kuzma that would be nasty but i'm pretty sure the sixers really really want him back so i don't see him they leaving do. The situation um, but yeah, he's a wet ball. He's been a wet ball forever. I feel like he's really old, but he's not. He's you know, it's too old. crazy to think about. He might be the best Duke NBA player ever. Yeah, he's point. he's really good until dude. Bagley finishes his career. Long career, long successful, consistent well, dude. Wet ball, three ball. I mean, back when I was in like modified basketball, I thought I could. You know, I had a wet three. Mm-hmm. It, your shit went so high though. Yeah, it was, it was a piss poor form. It was not because it was wet. Chad, Chad, buddy, um, pipe it down over there, John. Don't let me get hot. Listen. Don't let me now get listen. hot. Now listen, Kemba said he'd take less than the max to stay in trail if they build around him. That fires me up. I might, I might go to more Hornets games if they get some pieces, dude. That that's something else I was curious about. Is who do you think would be the best fit with Kemba? Like, who do you think is the guy that would make Kemba stay? I guess. Um, Chad, what do you think? Chris you're, you're, Middleton. You're... Chris Middleton. Oh. I don't hate that. They would be good together. Yeah. Get bum-ass Batum off the floor, dude. That guy stinks. And he's was, way overpaid. I was saying Jimmy Butler would be a great pairing with Kemba. Yeah, um, I can see that too. And another guy who intrigues me is Nikola Vucevic from Orlando. Yeah. I think he would play very well with Kemba. I think teams are just yeah. scared crapless to pay up on big men when you see these these elite big men struggle to um, win games as, you know, the the best player, one of the two best players on the team. What about Nikola Jokic, though? Nikola Jokic is kind of changing that narrative. He, he, he led the Nuggets to so the second round. By I, yes, he's one of those that... You know, changes that. But you look at Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins have not been able to win anything with as the lead guy on their team or even number two. There's not much talent around them, though. I'll be honest. Wiggins has been a huge disappointment for Minnesota. So he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> huge disappointment. Uh, he sucks. Yeah. I don't know. 
Well, that's about all I have to say on the NBA. The parade yeah. looked lit today in or in Toronto. Um, moment I mean, of silence. We, for yeah, the moment of silence for shooting, the, the couple of people that got seriously so injured in that shooting. No one died though, right? I don't think anyone no, died. No, it said people had serious injuries, but it looked like everyone was going to live. Bothers me. World is uh, really fucked up. Um, yeah. You know, it's always sad to hear that stuff. I hope they caught the person that did that, and we can reduce this in the future. Because it was a fun day. It looked like everyone was having a great time. Um, moving on what to... What to do? What to do? Board man get paid. Did we get a chance to talk about the Blues? We haven't. The, the Stanley Cup? Because that was glorious. That was so... That turned ah, me on big time. did there. Yeah. Glorious. Like, like Gloria. Also, dude, that video of Brett Hall singing Gloria at the parade was an all-time video. You haven't seen it? Go check out uh, our Twitter, Seventh Round Media. But so great, man! Drunkest man in America for a little bit there, without a doubt. It it looked like (laughs) so incredible. I also wanted to talk about. Well, we can talk about the series itself. The Blues played really great. Um, the whole the whole year, or I guess not the whole year, but the later half of the year, they were one of the best teams playing from ahead. So they got up early and never looked back. Obviously, yeah. Chad, you owe you owe a goddamn apology to Jordan Bennington. That dude is a beast. Yeah, he finally showed up for that game. He was dreadful the couple games Bro, before. He set the rookie record for most wins in a postseason. Rookie, he said. Rookie, he set the he all-time said. NHL record for most road wins in, in a postseason. So, I don't give a damn how old of a rookie is. He's legit. Dude is legit. He's probably the fifth or sixth best goalie in the NHL's. All that's again. okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's finally you show him some respect. Thank you. That's fair. I don't even. I'm not. I'm not mad about that at all. I'm very pleased with that statement. Thank you. Thank you. You're yes. welcome. I love well, when you Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan, I hate Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly. That guy can die. Let, I. I can't believe he was a. When I found out he was a former saver, that. That's so classic Buffalo. The Bills, I, I, the Sabers, they always just breed guys. They leave and they're amazing. Stephon Gilmore. Is there is there anything worse you can say about a franchise than I lost the love for the game playing there? <laughs> no. I mean, good lord, that is a big body blow for Buffalo. I remember he said something, but I couldn't exactly remember what. And then we saw the quote, and I was like, "Ooh, yikes!" Ugh. But hey, Skinner came back. Who knows? Go Sabers. So that's that's a decent transition into the uh, the NHL draft. What what where where's Buffalo picking this year? So Buffalo's picking seventh. Uh, before we get to them, I would just like to say so. For those of you who aren't big on following uh, off season NHL stuff, uh, the first and second picks are a lock. Uh, it's going to be Jack Hughes going number one overall out of the uh, development program up in Ann Arbor. And then number two is going to be Kapu Kaka, who's from God knows where. But those two are like definites one and two. Kaka almost made a run at Hughes for or will make a run at Hughes for the number one overall pick. But uh, I think those two are locks one and two. Sabres are it looks like they're leaning forward. Um, there's this. Uh, is it something Vergus or Zergus, something like that, who I've heard them linked to. Another kid from the U.S. development program. Uh, the guy I want them to take is another guy from that program, Cole Caulfield. The best shot in the draft from what I've read. He had a ton of points uh, this past year. 
I think that'd be nice to get a sniper on a line with Eichel and Skinner. Um, but I also think they can't go wrong if they go with best defender available. They're just they just need to stockpile talent at this point. So what positions are locked in for them next year? So they've got Eichel, who's going to be the first line center, center Skinner first line wing, probably Reinhardt first line wing, um, depending on the draft pick. Then they've got on the second line, who's the young kid that uh, struggled this year? He was the tw- no, no, no. Uh, he was the 2017 R- first round pick. R- still lining? No, forward. Oh, the kid lo- looks like he's three oh. years old. Middle stat. Yeah. Middle stat. I thought, probably, I thought you were talking about defense, uh, right? Middle stat will probably be the second line center. Uh, they have the the kid from uh, Pittsburgh that they traded for last year. Sure. Who will be a, sure. Sure, he'll be a second line winger. Uh, I think they still have Pominville. will probably be a third line winger. Did you have Reinhardt on the first line? Yeah. But that depends on if they draft a guy in the first, a forward in the first round, they could put uh, Reinhardt on the second line. They still got Bogosian or is he a free agent? I think they still have him. He's I kind saw, of. Uh, is that guy Darlene going to be good or what? Yeah, Darlene's a stud. Oh, yeah. Darlene yeah, will be absolutely. probably. They like they don't like playing Ristolina and Darlene on the same line. So one of them will be first line, one will be second line. Uh, which is irrelevant, really, for defenders. And then they'll have Bogosian and another bum matching up with uh, those two guys. And then uh, their goalie situation is just frighteningly bad. <laughs> frightening, frightening, frightening. You don't so like we, you're not a you're not a Hutton guy. No, not at all. No, they could have uh, Robin Leonard still, but they're like, ah, we don't need him, and he becomes one of the best Dude. goalies with the Islanders. So brutal. So I'm going to pull up the Vegas odds for Stanley Cup next year. Just curious on who we think the favorites Let me, let me guess. Be. I'm going to say Tampa Bay 1, Toronto 2, Boston 3, Calgary 4, St. Louis 5. That's your rankings for next year? Yeah, give it to me right now. All right. Oh, shit. On the spot, on the spot. Say something, Connor. All right, so we got Tampa Bay at number one at plus 800. Who would you say number two? Toronto. Wrong. We got Boston Bruins at plus 900. I had Boston. Vegas Golden Knights also at plus 900. I was going to say Vegas is definitely Toronto Maple Leafs plus 1,000. Avalanche plus 1,200. St. Louis Blues plus 1,200. Okay. Hmm. That's always interesting, dude, this early. How, how far down that, that are the That fires Sabres? me up. That fires me up. Yeah, where are the Sabres at? <laughs> the Sabres, they're not last. They're not even close, actually. Sabres are sitting at plus 3,300 right now, which is about... Looks like they're sitting around the 20 to 25 range. <sighs> I wonder how much that changed after Skinner got signed. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit. The Sabres Ottawa Senators are last at plus 10,000. Yeah, they're frighteningly bad. They're terrible. So out I was, of those top teams, who do you think is the most likely to win next year? You're, do you think Tampa Bay is going to be able to rebound from that embarrassment? Yeah, Tampa Bay will be rock solid. I'd pick them. I, uh, I, uh, I'm going to pick the Vegas Golden Knights, dude. You're a big Vegas guy, aren't you? I'm picking the Vegas Golden Knights. I like them. They should have gone farther. They uh, 
No, it was the Sharks they lost to in that five-minute major. Yeah, I thought I couldn't remember if it was the Blues. But, yeah, no, I got Vegas next year. My grandma just turned... My grandma just turned uh, 80 and we're sitting there with the fam, you know, birthday dinner. And I was talking to my uncle and we're like, so what are we going to do for 85? Vegas. Family trip to Vegas if my grandmother wow. makes it to 85. So, Graham, if you're listening, hang on for another five <laughs> years because that'll be a trip and a half. Yeah, Vegas is I've only been there once when I was 14 and it was a little overwhelming for a, a young Connor. Uh, I got to go back, though. Um I'm just oh. waiting, Connor. When's when's the company retreat? The West Coast company retreat. We're gonna play Pebble. We're gonna go to Vegas. Uh, maybe check out the Grand Canyon. Who knows? T- first two are locked. I, I I think I put a timeline on there. I said within the year, right? You did. Yeah. Um, now keep in mind here. I looked up Pebble today. It's five hundred fifty dollars a person um, with the resort. So that I mean, we're looking probably like a two thousand dollar Pebble, two thousand dollar Vegas. So we just got to plan for that mentally each. Um, <laughs> I'm fired up. A little company retreat. Yeah, might as well. Um, that's a good segue. Uh, U.S. Open was at Pebble Beach this weekend. Gary Woodland got his first major victory. Good Exciting for him. Exciting stuff. He finished the uh, tournament with a 30-foot birdie putt, which was cool to see. I mean, this dude Brooks Kepka is a fucking machine, though. He finished second. His last four tournaments, he's finished 1-2, 1-2, which is... He's making some fat stacks right now. Very, very well. He's doing very well for himself. He's a, he, go ahead. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he is. He is an absolute friggin' unit, though. I mean, the guy can fill out a three-quarter. Yeah. Quarter zip, dude. He can fill out in a way it's just like – but he looks good golfing. He's a big guy. Not prototypical. He's not that tall. Size. He's only like right. six one. He's like a he's like a line. He's like an inside linebacker. Yeah. Build. Um. No, he's. I mean, he's. I saw he's already like pretty ahead of the field. Be he's the he favorite for the six open. He was six to one. Time. Six to one favorite yeah. for the open. Next closest Second, like ten to one. Ten to one was Dustin Johnson and uh, Rory. Dustin but, was a friggin' disappointment. What a letdown yeah. this week. Good. Plus oh yeah. No, who, who won our competition? By the way. So we, I won. But we need BD, to bring fill the fans in on this one. Yeah, so this is this is really brutal. It's just you hate it's a, it's a thing you hate to see. There's really he no He should get DQ'd, I think. I think he should de- get DQ'd too. So Reedy drafts a guy not even in the tournament. <laughs> so he's got a three-man team and then after the thing starts, he says, "Let me get the amateur." He's like, "I call Victor Hovland. He's an amateur." He tried to friggin' brainwash all of us to think that that was a, a bad pick. Victor Hovland was like top 20. He so he gets got his tour this, card next week. Yeah, so he's got this. So Sam's got this asterisk, asterisk next to the low score. I was second, but I think Sam's DQ'd. I don't know. We don't know how to handle it. We have no friggin' idea. So I, I have a proposal here. How about we let Reedy keep his money, Chad and I pay you. Whoa, 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 whoa. He I mean, we lost. keep his money for fucking up? I mean, he did take him very early in the tournament. You know, we're going to have to have a discussion off the air here. This is going to be a contentious issue, no, no doubt. Um, yeah, other than DJ, though, I mean, Tiger played all right. It's always good to see him making it to the last day, finishing under par. So I would He like had a torrid final 12 holes. Yeah. yeah. But he – so it was obviously chilly out. All the guys had quarter zips on. 
And Beth Page, it was also chilly. He's just not the same guy when the when it's not warm. And it makes sense. He's an older guy. I just don't. I mean, I don't know how like uh, engaged you guys were in the first. What you're saying, phone, but what the, you're saying is is the bones and joints are a little bit more rickety at his age. <laughs> old. Dude, he had like 160, 170 yard approach shots, and he was a full club short like yeah. every time. Yeah. And I just think he couldn't get loose in a sense. He was just. Couldn't adapt I mean, to the, the colder dude, weather. Oh, shit. You know, what? you're right. You're really right. Um, that means a lot. Are you trying to say something, or what are you looking at? I'm, I'm looking something up. So at, at Tiger's ripe age of 43 years old, I mean, I can't even imagine what my knees will be like at 43. If Tiger's <laughs> that bad. You're back, too. Holy shit. I don't you're going to be Tiger Woods. club, then. Yeah. Will I yeah, even be yeah. able to swing a club at 43? I don't have think to change so. the approach, no doubt. Well, John, based on my most recent article, uh, 43, you're going to only have 15 years left to live. 16. <laughs> uh, beginning of your 15, age 59, you'll be dying due to a mesothelioma. Yes. So what uh, am I like, just breathing in drywall all day or something? Yeah. Yes. Bring the the cut the cot or the what's it called? What do they put in the walls? Drywall. Insulation. Yeah, insulation. I just stuff in my head insulation. <laughs> That's what getting the asbestos in me. You're yeah. Sleeping inside the wall. One last uh, asbestos. Point. Asbestos is the silent killer. So asbestos, asbestos, asbestos. Um. So that did you guys watch like the the end of the tournament? Yeah. So what'd you think of like the last hole? Woodland makes a bomb to win it. And obviously, everyone wants to explode and celebrate, but Justin yeah. Rose has to finish up. I think that's kind of like, dude. I think I can't even imagine being in a more awkward spot than Justin Rose was. After I get he like up. he had to make it because there's, uh, depending yeah. on where he finished, there's money on the line. But I, I think you get to a point where once both guys are on the green or near the green, let Rose go first and finish everything before yeah. the guy that's going to win takes any pots. Absolutely. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Chad, you're kind of on fire. Thank you. I'll give it to you. I'll put so, my hand up. Good job. Let's stay on fire right now. And, folks, I want to welcome in a new segment. So, obviously, um, it was a big moment in our history last week, finishing up the uh, first annual Chad's titillation section. And we which, have another uh, one for you, which was won by John. Forget, yep, John did win that, and I won that pretty convincingly, too. Just saying, just wanted to throw it out there. So, we have a new segment. I'm trying to come up with a name on the fly, but I don't have one yet. But I'll go with, for now, it's called 15 Questions. All right? It's a spinoff of a game you may have played. So here's how it's going to work. It's going to be a rotation. So um, we're all going to you know, spend time as a commentator, in a sense. But I will think of a person, place, or thing. And the two boys will rotate asking questions. And they have up to 15 questions. I think we should restrict it to athletes, personal opinion. Okay. Okay. Um, sports industry people or athletes. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Yeah, that works. And so, for example, Connor will go first, ask a question. Then John will go. Go back and forth. So now, question for you might actually be getting to it. I'll let you go. I interrupted yes. you for no reason. I'm sorry. So if if Connor, uh, we get to question seven, Connor has a guess, he can throw the guess out there. If Connor gets it, 
he wins the week, he gets a point. Next week, Connor will be the one that comes up with this person. However, they keep going. Connor misses it. John's up. John has an, uh, a, a guess attempt. Um, you get a max of three guesses. And if Connor, Connor can't guess two times in a row, John has to have a guess before Connor guesses again. And if we get to the full 15 questions and neither of them get it, I get the point for the week and I choose who picks next week. Ah, okay. All right. That's good. All right. Let's get it going. Let's get it all right. on. So right, let's, on. let's, I say we play hold first on. one to 10. Is it, is it, is it 15 questions each? No, total. We're going to, we're going to see how the timing works out. If it takes too it's long. It's going to have to, I mean, it's going to have to be an even number. So we each get the same. It's going to have to be 16, 16 questions. Okay. Perfect. Um, and John, the uh, winner of titillations will start us off this week. Thank you, sir. Um, I'll right off the bat. Is it an athlete? Is it, is it a player? I should say, is it a player? No, that okay. is guess number one. Is it That's a broadcaster slash analyst? Yes. Oh goodness. Um, do they broadcast a team sport or is their main focus for commentating a team sport. Yes. Okay. Does he or she work for ESPN? Yes. That is guess number four. I have a guess. Wow, ding, okay. ding, 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 yes. ding. Stephen A. Smith. Eh. Oh! How many is guesses? This... Do I have a guess limit? Yeah, oh, three. 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 Oh, shit. Is this person a female? No. That was question number five. So you're not, you should include my guess as a question. So it should be now six. Six. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are they Caucasian? Yes. <laughs> that was that seemed very suspiciously unsure. long to think of. Eh? No, yes. The now main, my head is racing. Is his main focus football? No. What guess? That was number eight. Oh, is is his main? I have a guess. You're gonna guess without <laughs> asking a question. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. I changed my mind. Is his main focus baseball? Yes. <laughs> I have a guess. All right. Is, I'm gonna is it Harold Reynolds? Say that again. He said, is it Harold Reynolds? I, oh, Harold Reynolds. No. <laughs> I have a guess. <laughs> guess number is two. It, is it Tim Kirkchin? No. Ah! I have another guess. Okay. John only has one guess left, by the way. Yeah. Is it Buster only? No. Oh, my God. All right. Did they used to be a player? Um, no. no. What guess is this? John, we got to buckle in. We can't give Chad the um, Let me see. One, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This is, will be guess number 12 up next. 
All right. Um, is he on baseball tonight? Um, yes. Sometimes. Is he a former manager? No. So he's not a former player and he's not a former manager, Connor. I have no idea who this is. You guys like should get this. Like you What how many do we have left? You have three guesses left. So John has two, Connor has one. Is it John Shamby? No. Connor's out of guesses. Are you sure? Yeah, that was my third one. So we have how many questions left? Two. One each? Yeah. Yeah, but I can't guess. It has to be a question. Well, that sucks because I'm up. So you've just bundled the whole situation by guessing already. No, so you both can guess and John can use his last. Oh, no, he can't. John, you have to guess. This is bad, guys. You guys were so close. I don't know how this name didn't pop up. There's only two options. Oh, my God. I know who it is. Yeah. I feel like there's only one option. Is it, It's got, if I get this wrong, please tell me it's Carl Ravage. No. What? <laughs> and Chad's on the I, board. I, I know. I know. I can't guess. Is it Pedro Gomez? Yes. Fuck. Is he white? That's yeah, why. He, white. I knew that's why he paused when he when you asked if he was Caucasian. Gomez is definitely. I eliminate all the all the Caucasian or all the Hispanics immediately when he says Caucasian. He's not Hispanic. I'm looking this up. He's from America. That doesn't Afghanistan. mean he's Caucasian. Caucasian is the color of your skin. He's yeah. Cuban. This this match is contentious. Out the window. Dude, no, I Pedro Gomez. Pedro Gomez nationality, American. That's Dude, so I that's I you, asked if he was Caucasian. That, hold on. We this is a moment for education. You realize that Caucasian is an ethnicity. American is a nationality. Yeah, but how am I supposed to know he He's looks Cuban. white? Dude, his skin name color, is Gomez. He he's literally not Caucasian. He's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. How do I, I want proof of his this. last name is his Gomez. name is Gomez. That doesn't matter. Carlos Gomez is also Hispanic. He's not. What are you talking? You just proved us right again. Is Pedro Gomez Caucasian? He's not. Fuck. How do you spell Caucasian? All right, we're moving on. That's no points for anyone. Chad, you bundled the entire situation. That's sad. That is unbelievable. Bundled, by the way, word of the week. I've been using that word nonstop. <laughs> bundled, bundled, word. bundled. Staying on the, the MLB note, though, Charlie Blackman is on fire, and that Rockies-Padres series apparently set the MLB record for most runs scored in a single series. They scored, like, 92 runs or something in four games. Stupid. Dude. I'm so upset. Chad has this brilliant idea. Dude, and that's not wrong. Game, I'm not you wrong. It. You ruined it. And that's all I'm focused about, dude. He I is literally Hispanic. He's Caucasian. He isn't. Chad, I'm not kidding. Like People like you are, are part of the root of society's problem right now. He's not Caucasian. I'm so upset, dude. I'm upset, Anyway, too. yeah, so I, I just like... I. Woodland told me yesterday that Vegas actually loses money on the course field overs ever. Or yeah, course field overs. They win money, like the highest rate of winning money on, on overs for any any ballpark's course field. 
I just can't believe that. I don't know how it's possible. Because I think it's because the over every night it is, is usually ridiculous. closer to 10. It's usually closer to 10 than 9. I think it was 13 this past weekend, set the record, and it, it busted the under busted in the second inning. <laughs> it was on Sunday. I believe. I believe that's what I saw. MLB betting is a crapshoot. I don't do it. I, I can't sit through an entire game, and I feel like every time the, it flips in like the seventh through ninth inning, and I get pissed. Well, good for you because Austin Woodland loves it, and he writes a feature article every day. Woody's picks. He changes the title. It's pretty electric. I love how he photoshops different places. Seventhroundmedia.com. I created that sticker. Just want to throw that out there. Someone falsely said that. I think it was Mike. So, Mike, classic, messing up. That's what he does. Just kidding. They still haven't shouted us out, by the way. It's pretty messed up. (laughs) I know. He claimed that he did today. I I don't think so. Um. Don't shout him out. Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez. I'm pretty sure it's actually not Jordan, Mr. Chad. I think you lied because the announcers are not saying that. I know, but they messed up. It's Jordan. Listen, after after Chad thought Pedro Gomez was Caucasian, he is. Everything I get the first the point. I get the first point. It's you official. do not because he's not, and you're wrong. Um, this guy is, is tearing it up immediately. <laughs> you guys wouldn't have even guessed it even if I – Said no. I literally That's guessed not true. it. I literally guessed it. I was just out of guesses, apparently. You bundled it. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Jordan Alvarez, four home runs in his first five games, and they were not cheap, dude. They were all very impressive. Um, one of them wasn't wasn't far, but he like golfed a pitch. It was like a Vladimir Guerrero home run. Golfed it out of the zone. It was very impressive that he got it out. Kid, he's gonna be a monster. He's gonna yeah. be a freaking monster. Is he a keeper, John? <clears throat> yes, he is. If he, I mean. All signs indicate I'm planning on keeping him right now. Wow. So With Brighton, two Astros. Two Astros. We had Good organization first, to keep around. Yeah, we had our first significant MLB trade. Um, the Yankees acquired Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, Who is Hispanic? On that? <laughs> He's Hispanic. Um, dude, the thing that really – I actually got kind of sad yesterday. I was watching that interview that Clint Frazier gave with uh, – Yes, network after the game about being sent down as probably collateral of the uh, Encarnacion deal. Got a feel for that kid. He can't field, but he can hit for sure. So I felt for him yesterday. This is a move I didn't even. It didn't. I didn't even think it was possible to be honest. They just they they're getting Judge and Stanton back this week, and they're adding the AL leader in home runs to that lineup is terrifying. Especially if if Severino can come back healthy, that team's going to win the World Series, I think. They are good. Um, injuries are obviously the big thing. Luke Voigt's been rock solid all year for him. Um, sucks that Andujar's out. Still got Glaber Torres. He's the nine-hitter. That's terrifying. Honestly, it's kind of a blessing that Andujar's out. So now LeMahieu and can play everyday third base once everyone's healthy. Because LeMahieu's a talent. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say it's a blessing, though. That's not true. You would like to have Andujar healthy, but um, they're good. They're good. They're very good. There's no doubting that. I think them, the Dodgers, and the Astros are probably my three favorites right now. I don't. The Dodgers just can't beat an AL team in the World Series. I think the Dodgers are one of the best teams. It's just you do a seven-game series with either the Yankees or the uh, Astros or even the Twins at this point. I see all three of those teams beating the Dodgers. I get. We got to talk about Hyun 
How do you say Enjoy his last name? Ryu. Ryu. He is he's got a I think he reduced his ERA to one point like five six yesterday. Stupid dude. Dude, this guy's out of nowhere. He he's got a nine and one with a one point two six ERA and point eight two whip. Unbelievable. I mean, Shut He's down, blank the Cubs yesterday. If the uh, season ended today, he would also set the MLB record for highest K to walk ratio in MLB history at, I think it was like 15.3. Yeah, it's, he's got 85 Ks and five walks. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Where did this come from, dude? This guy oh, was always like solid 3-4. Now he's a friggin' best pitcher in the league. I think the thing is, he's always had really good numbers. He's just always hurt. Always hurt. He misses significant chunks of time to injuries, and this is the first year he's been consistently healthy. So, you want? Yeah, I want to talk about. right. He's never been more than like a three, and yeah. now he's a legitimate stud. He was never viewed as as anything like he was always viewed as he was going to be very solid, but never like ace stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's he's lighting up good for him. Is that the best um, trifecta in baseball? Kershaw, Ryu, Bueller. Um, I think the Astros have a pretty damn good three. And Verlander, Cole, and then, honestly, whoever you want to throw in there. Peacock, maybe. Yeah, they maybe. really don't. They, they definitely need – the Astros definitely need, need a couple arms. Need an arm or two. Well, does McCullers sure. come back this year? That's a good question. Um, I would say the Dodgers probably is the best trifecta. Um, but if the Astros get literally anyone, like – who, if they get Bumgarner, imagine if they got Bumgarner. Who That's is good. the um the Rays third? They have Snell, Glasnow, and who's their number three? Do they have one, or is it a reliever up next? Oda Rizzi. Oda Rizzi. Yeah, Charlie Oda, Oda Morton. Out. Dude, Oda, that Oda might Rizzi be the best tri. That might be the best trifecta. Morton's they been Glass, amazing. Glasnow back though? Not yet. They said after all, Starbird. Yeah, Morton's fantastic, and he—that's why. Like, he, I mean, it, when it was the Astros, they were disgusting when they had him in there. And McCullers when he was not hurt. Um, yeah, baseball is kind of exciting now. It's the only sport, so it's it's got to be exciting. And the yeah. Women's World Cup. Um, true, but before that, I want to shout out one guy real quick: the Ryu of the AL, Lucas Giolito, has been unbelievable for Chicago. Yes, yeah. He has. Unlike Ryu, though, he was viewed as one of the best pitching prospects yeah. to come up in a long time. So, John, you still have that offer on the table. It was a dude, not a bad offer. I don't really want to trade him, though. I'll be honest. Buxton's hurt, by the way. What the hell? He'll be back in the next couple of days. Buxton for Giolito. Connor, what do you think? Rapid reaction. Chad's offer to me. I'm out. Keep the arm. I I I mean I got. A lot of pitching injuries. I think I need to right now. Definitely keep the arm. Yeah. Also, Byron Buxton has absolutely screwed me in the past, so I don't think I can trust him. It's like Stan for powers. Stan, I want to kill him. I want to kill him. He's coming back, though. I'm excited. He he hit an absolute moonshot in in his AAA uh, rehab game the other day. What are you, are you like excited or kind of like, holy shit, I suck. If you're the pitcher, you're, you're a random triple a pitcher. You just served up an I absolute mean, bomb to Gene Carlos. You're definitely fans. not happy. Cause you're just a competitor. So you're not happy. You allowed but you're like, well, it was Stanton. So yeah, I mean, if I want to make it to the bigs, that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. Um, 
can't let it kill you. you know, short-term memory, that's how you succeed in sports. Golf, mainly. Is another question, another hypothetical. We're going to play the hypothetical game today. If you were just sick at one sport, what would you pick? Golf. Pick golf. Soccer. Soccer. I that think being be an international soccer star would be insane. Wow. Yeah. I'm picking golf, but I respect golf, that. Golf's up there, too. Golf is such a laid-back lifestyle, I feel like, in comparison right. to the other sports. Right. Yeah. Well, the U.S. women's national team won 3-0 against Chile. 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 Also, also Hispanics living there. Yep. Um, oh, we're still going with that, are we, eh? But, yeah, 3-0. Definitely didn't pour it on like they did last game. They had a ton of chances in the second half. They probably could have won that game. Eight or nine zero. Chile's goalie was very, very good. Made a lot of very good saves. Um, that press girl couldn't get one by her. She had about seven good looks. Did you see uh, Carly Lloyd's celebration after she scored the first goal? The golf, the golf clap. clap. Yeah, good for her. Also, nice timing with the U.S. Open. Kind of, kind of nice, dude. Dude, they honestly, the all the people saying they shouldn't celebrate can go honestly just. They can go sit on a rock. They can kick a rock. They can kick rocks, yeah. Fuck them. I, uh, I love the World Cup. Honestly, there's not much else to bet on, so I might start breaking into that game. Stay tuned. Um, <coughs> some crazy lines, though. U.S. is usually favored by about five goals. Although, they're going to be – they lost to Sweden last time they played in the Olympics, so I'm hammering the U.S. I don't know what the goal line's going to be. Um, I'm excited, though. They're going to yes, win. Sir. Sweden, yep. That game is on, uh, for those that didn't know, that game is Thursday. I didn't know until just now. My guess uh, is 3 p.m., middle of the day. Middle of the day, 3 p.m. game. You know, hopefully, obviously, Alex Morgan Rapino, them will play again. They didn't play against Chile. Chile, la, la, la. But, yeah, be that'll be a tighter game. That'll be a tighter game. First go test USA. for the United States. Yeah, go USA. And with that. Uh, Go no, America. No, 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 hold no, no. on. Hold on. Quick, John's got a confession. Quick segment to end. Oh. Quick segment to end the show. New segment. <clears throat> John's confessions. Um, this one's going to, you know, this one's going to get a little uh, little intense. It's going to come at you real fast. You're not going to know it hit you afterwards. It takes a lot of courage, too. Just going to say that now. It takes a lot of courage. So if you don't like courage, you might as well just stop listening to the show for the day. Um, Set the scene for you. So it's sixth grade. You know, we got Wednesday night basketball practice, I believe. Connor was on the team. Chad, I don't believe you were on the team. You were not in sixth grade. Um, by the way, we were dominant. We had a, a nice run. One, the Geneva tournament was a big one. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so we're going to basketball practice like just a normal Wednesday night. Uh, I used to travel with Alex, the Frenchman. We, we only own. Yeah. Um, he was, he, we lived in the same neighborhood. So we'd come together. Pre the, the gym was, we get out of the car. I noticed something's wrong. I'm like, oh no, something's wrong. I gotta go take care of something real quick. Gym's to the right. Uh, where I needed to go is to the left. So I was like, I'll meet you in there. See you in five, 10 minutes. <laughs> so I walk into the stall. And I knew that this happened, dude. I knew it happened, like, right when I was getting out of the car. I mean, quite frankly, and this is the last time it's happened, I sharted. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about 
it was just a tough spot. Sixth grade, one of my 12 years old. I shit my pants in the car right before getting out, right before basketball practice. Good team. You know, we always scrimmage. Like, I know, like, this just can't be happening. This is bad. So I go in the stall. First instinct, um, is it repairable? It wasn't. Boxers thrown in the trash so fast. Thank God it was at night. Um, so I get out to the court. I'm free balling. I don't have any underwear on. And from what I remember, I don't think I missed a shot the entire practice. <laughs> Just had the best <laughs> night of basketball of my career. And hours of shitting myself in the car. I mean, talk about resilience. That's the type of moment and experience that'll humble you for your career. <laughs> You look back, you're ever, you know, things are going tough. You can't catch a break. I'll always remember, you know, sixth grade, shit my pants, didn't miss a shot all practice. Didn't wear underwear. So John's confessions round two. I can't say I had the same amount of resilience. Uh, This was eighth grade. Uh, (laughs) A bonus story. A bonus (laughs) hook from John's confessions. Chad's fired up. Eighth grade, I'm in my driveway shooting hoops with my neighbor, David Cardillo. And, um... We're both a little gassy at this point, and it was kind of turned into one of those competitions, like who who could let one out the the loudest. So I got to the point where Dave was winning, and I was kind of getting angry. So I felt one coming, but it was it was a preemie. It was premature, and I forced the issue, and I sharded. <laughs> so I ran inside, threw my underwear <laughs> in the washing machine. Went upstairs, got a new pair. Nah, of you gotta throw that stuff out, dude. <laughs> came back down, came outside. You just transferred the situation to the next person in the laundry room. My mother. Brutal, and dude. Ruthless. That's it, disgusting. And um, we're playing again, and Dave farts again. So competitive Chad gets her. pissed off. <laughs> no, again. I force again. It, I force another. Again. I shard it again. No. <laughs> you hit yourself with the whole one-two. The one, two. Within, <laughs> the minutes, joke, joke within two minutes, two shirts for Chad. Um, I tapped I out after that. Phone with Guinness World Record book. <laughs> I mean, talk about a reload time. Um, well, we're. <laughs> I think we're out of time. Yeah, we got a. Oh my God! All right, thank you for sitting through that. We love you all. See you next week. Adios, Alyssa. I love you.